Welcome back to the fourth pair. I am your host, Sam Meehan, joined by joined as always by my friend Alex Skarzinski. Alec, how are you doing on this fine evening? Hey everybody, I'm chilling. I'm uh, I'm gonna go to the uh, indoor golf simulator in about an hour, so I'm doing pretty good. Ooh, that's always a good time. You know, well, I've I've missed playing golf. It's about it's been about 25, 30 degrees here every day. So yeah, but uh, um, uh, a lot of snow, but there's no simulator nearby. So. Yeah, but um, this is a hockey podcast, so uh, exactly, we love the cold. We love the cold. Hey, we'll start out. Um, you know, I, well, first, uh, I know we we're talking a uh, little little stocks last time we were we were here. You know, who's trending up, who's trending down, whatnot. And both my uh, you know, big buys decided to crash uh, incredibly over the past week and a half since last <laughs> seen you. And that would be Vancouver and Minnesota. Who I I don't know if either of them have won a game. Since I hyped them up like that, I think Minnesota has, but I know Vancouver's lost like five in a row or something like that. And it turns out I was a little, uh, little got too excited by them beating up on the Senators, who seems everyone's doing that these days. Uh, yeah, it is actually five losses in a row. Um, so they might be more streaky than your Rangers. Yeah, the- <laughs> at this point, just seem to be a bad team. You know, they're, they're not streaky. They're bad. But Vancouver, I mean, geez, I I was all over them. You know, that was one of my picks last week to make their four-game win streak a five-game win streak when they played the Canadians. We'll get more into that, but they ended up losing. Um, so now they're five losses in a row. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to make of it because they're four and two at home and they're two and eight on the road. I don't. Because there's no fans, so I don't know what that could possibly mean. I yeah, just I'm kind of bamboozled it's, here. I, yeah, I mean, um, bad. maybe they're tired from from traveling. I I don't yeah, know, but I think they yeah, just have so, to. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're out way west Canada, you know, right above Seattle. Maybe they got a little extra travel for all these games. They're getting worn down already, but they're a young teams, so they really shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, and also, I don't think they deserve to have any excuses made for them. I think they just have to play better. So, <laughs> in a especially in a very competitive division like the North, I mean, you, you can't really take any days off here. Maybe in the East, you could take a few days off, seeing how everyone has COVID. But uh, in the North, I mean, they're pretty locked up tight. It's pretty tough to get into Canada. You know, it took uh, Dubois 14 days to, to make his debut because of how locked up Canada is. So uh, they just got to figure it out, man. They have a longer lose streak than the, than the Senators. Yeah, the Senators are really fell off. I was actually thinking they were going to be, you know, maybe make some noise, but they're still very, very far away. Um, um, speaking, or what were you saying? Wait, no. Oh, I was going to say, their <laughs> five-game losing streak is the second longest streak. Can you guess what the first longest streak is, win or loss? By anyone this season? Yeah. Well, no, active right now. Active right now. Edmonton's won a few games in a row, right? Or they Vegas, are, Vegas oh, hasn't lost in a while. I'll I don't know. It's not in, in the north. It's in the central. <laughs> it's in the central? This should be obvious. Is it the Blues? No, 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 no. The Blues are at west. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I keep, that, that makes no sense, but... 
Tom Brady just won a Super Bowl. Oh, Tampa. 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 (laughs) Got Tampa to the Central. All right. Six-game win streak. They haven't lost at home yet, and they have two losses, only one in regulation. (laughs) So they're just very clearly not (laughs) as good. They're they're steamrolling everyone. Yeah, good, good, good for the city, city of Tampa. They've uh, they've had some fun few months there, but you know maybe it'll maybe it'll cool down a little bit soon. Um, but so coming off that big news of uh, you know the Dubois line trade, Dubois finally made his uh, debut with Winnipeg last night. Debuted on the third line alongside Kyle Connor uh, out left for him, and Trevor Lewis on his right, and. Um, you know, obviously going to take some time to get his sea legs under him, but, you know, he looked relatively comfortable up there in Winnipeg. Looks happy to be there. Looks more engaged. So, uh, and if, if him and Connor can get a chemistry going, those are two unbelievably talented players, and that could spell a lot of trouble up there in, uh, up in Canada for a Winnipeg team that, again, has been a little streaky too. Yeah, right now, um, you know, they're sitting pretty nice in the fourth spot in, uh, in the north. So I think adding that piece can be pretty vital to to making a deep run here. Um, I also think that they still have kind of won this trade. It's still a little early to say that, obviously, but you know, based on that, um, you know, that drama with Line A the other night, I think uh, so far Winnipeg is kind of winning from that. Although, who's that kid that's been absolutely tearing it up? That was also involved in that trade. Oh. Roslevic, you know, what was, what was his first name again? Um, yeah, because he just had two game winners, mm-hmm. I think, in like the last three games, and he's super young. He might even be a rookie, and he's just tearing it up like that. That's just awesome that he's getting that kind of opportunity. You know, you never you never know if he would have even gotten that kind of burn if he was still in Winnipeg, so that's really cool to see. Yeah, no, like he, he was getting some like solid minutes in Winnipeg. You know, nothing too crazy, though. Like, I think it was you know, a fourth or maybe some third line action, but – you know, he's been great for, for Columbus. Um, Lonnie, on the other hand, actually, he, he was producing. He had three goals in his first three games as a as a Blue Jacket. And, you know, if there's one thing you don't do on a John Torrell team, it's act up. You know, you can't be on your bullshit whenever torches the coach. It doesn't matter what you do. And, you know, from the first reaction, it's like, oh, he was, he was a little lethargic on defense when uh, I got – I think it was Carolina scored a goal on him, and then bang, he's out of the game. So, which which is the classic, you know, thing from Line in the past few years. You know, was he really does he really give a shit? You know, he's you know he kind of just stands there on the left side, waits for his slap shots, and doesn't play defense. But you know, there's a little extra to it. Apparently, he mouthed off to an assistant coach. Don't you, you can't pull that shit with Tortorella in, in the uh, in the locker room. He like from. From the, I mean, he was a Ranger coach way, but like not too long ago, and I remember he would not take shit from anybody. Whether it was like you know when they signed Gabrick, you know, um, when Rick Nash got brought in, like these stars, he doesn't give a fuck about you know what you've done in the past. Like you're gonna you're gonna work your work your ass off, and so I just want to speculate a little bit here. Oh that's yeah, what we do. love speculation. I am gonna start this rumor that. He actually mouthed off to Torts, but he told the media that it was to a an assistant coach just to save a little face. That sounds 
that's, that clear that clears up that, that clears it up really that's who knows that makes total sense that makes total sense though you know it's, it's very plausible seems like a tortorella move i think line a is just grumpy because tortorella took his uh psp away <laughs> and he can't he can't play Fortnite on the bench anymore yeah no more Fortnite for patrick line but you know if if this uh i'm rooting for this for this combo to get going like if i see patrick line blocking shots out in like in, in late april when the playoff pushes on and you know torch has got to him yeah yeah so, line is gonna be like i'm 90ing i'm 90ing got two on, two on me He's shooting i'm cracked <laughs> <laughs> patrick line officially changed his name to justin <laughs> my guy's cracked <laughs> okay <laughs> All right, let's move on <laughs> okay uh i do want to point out um so just recently i think it was yesterday the nhl decided to extend this st louis arizona series to seven games officially um that happened as a result of the covid protocol for both uh Whoever they were playing each. And Minnesota. Because they were both going to you know, flip-flop with those two teams. So they both had no games for about two weeks. So um, they basically just extended a two-game series into now seven. So you're getting a full playoff series preview yeah, right now. You're getting a full playoff series just minus the playoff rules for overtime. So that being said, um, I think Arizona has won the last three games. Let me just double check here. But the last game that they played, the Blues lost in a shootout because they had a nice commanding game the whole the whole 60 minutes, but uh, they can never close out a game. Um, and they let up a goal to Garland with 0.7 seconds to go. And, you know, the Blues aren't so much of a shootout team. That's literally who the Coyotes are. They're a shootout team, and they ended up winning. So... Is it because those aren't playoff rules? I would say that the I next part goal. Of it. I would say that the next goal technically wins that previous game. So right now the series is three-one Arizona, worst lead in hockey. So I would expect, uh, you know, that the Blues are pretty pissed off that the Coyotes are literally beating them at their own game, their own style of play, and hopefully they come into Arizona tomorrow and or on friday and smack them in the teeth yeah no i definitely you know as much as it might be split for this uh for this regular season you know little series here um if this were to go to a, a series come postseason time and these two are like no maybe they're the one and four in the in the west i think the blues beat the shit out of them you know i think they're much better equipped for a playoff run uh, they got plenty of experience obviously you know from the cup team two years ago and they and you know tory krug has been around a uh, couple of playoff games in his career as well. So, um, yeah, I think they definitely outmatch him in a, in a pencil series. But I like what the NHL did here. Um, that if 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 a team if happens to shut down, like whoever they're supposed to play, and another team if they get shut down, just have them play. You guys can mix and match the schedule all you want, just to try their best to get the fifty-six games in. Mm-hmm. You know, on time, so it's not. You don't have to push back the cup any more than it already is. Yeah, and all this mixing around right now is probably going to end up, you know, coming back around in March. So 
you know, if they're playing Arizona seven times right now, they might play Minnesota seven times in a row in March. So it's kind of interesting to see they're they'll basically be getting like a playoff series right before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is that good or bad? Uh, I don't really know. What What do you think? I think um, it it could really help teams and it could really hurt teams because if you're if you're kind of in a, in a little bit of a, a slide going into one of these like you know seven game series or even like five or six games however long it's going to be either way you can kind of get screwed if, if you got a hot team coming in yeah like you, this is not your true selves and you're going to lose you know five or six games real quick only gather up maybe two or three points which could really derail a season especially if the one you're trying to chase is the one you're playing but you know if it's if it means like you know getting these games done on time like i'm 100 percent on board just like that in that scenario it could you know mess with some teams yeah um and i'm not too worried you know for for people that are fans of these teams that are kind of on the fringe right now like five six seed it's really all about when you get hot you know doesn't matter if you're on an absolute tear right now it's still super super early i mean you can make a run you still have so much time so and also you don't want to burn out too early it's all about exactly. when you get hot you so, want to you want to start getting your groove going around late march this season you know with the with regular season ending i think late april to an extent of- i mean if the Red Wings start getting hot in March. Um, a team that you know is in playoff contention. We're not talking about you know the Ottawa's and the Detroit's of the league. <laughs> um, just briefly, quick side note: something that I I'm looking at the um, the standings right now, and the San Jose Sharks have the most shootouts, which is five, and they went four and one in those five shootouts. I just think that's really interesting. Because most other teams, the most they have are three. They got guys with they got skill. I yeah, mean, they got some hands. Let's not forget this was a perennial like Western Conference powerhouse for like you know prior to last year. This yeah. was off year. You know they were always around that second round Western Conference final. Even made themselves a cup one year. They kind of just fell off last year. I I still think they're going to click at some point this year if because and then just take off. I too much talent like there. To, uh, I'd like to counter that. And put oh, a, yeah. a hex on this team and say that this is all a, a result of the hand pass that they got away with back in the oh, Western Conference oh, it's Finals all, against the St. Louis Blues. It's all um, it's all Ever bad since, karma. They haven't played well since that since That's that hand pass. After that, the Blues came out and smoked them two games, finished them off. Um, and then the next year they just completely disheveled, and now they're still, I don't know, still trying to figure it out it a little is. bit. But on the note of the Sharks, just one last note. Um, Patrick Marlowe, he just came into sole possession of the number three most games played ever in the NHL uh, with 734 games. Congrats, Mr. Marlowe. Uh, if you do a little bit of quick maths right there, that's four. If he were to play every single one of those games back to back, it would equate to 4.8 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's just something to think about. <laughs> He's played more games than years I've been able to legally drink. All right, so uh, he's he's at too much. He's at seventeen thirty four. Gordy Howe's at seventeen sixty seven. So he, if he plays every game this rest of the season, he will elapse Gordy Howe in most games played. 
Yeah, and like I mentioned, might have been in the first episode, uh, he hasn't missed a game since 2009. I think it was in April. It's not so bad. It was whenever uh, the Hannah Montana <laughs> movie came out. That's that right. Last, I mean, yeah, that I do remember. I rem- that's the stat that triggered it for me right there. Was, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you mentioned the same day as the Hannah Montana movie came out. That's a weird correlation. Every time I think of Patrick Marlowe, I think of Hannah Montana. It's kind of something like, you know, you, you always know where you were. Like, you know, you always know where you were when you found out Michael Jackson died. And you always know where you were when the Hannah Montana Hannah movie Montana, came out. Yeah. Or the last time Patrick Marlowe sat for a game. So Exactly. Yeah. All right. But congrats. And I, I hope he, he breaks that record because records are meant to be broken. All right. Um, so should we move into the sin bin? Yeah. All right. You want to start us off? Uh, actually, can you go first, please? <laughs> I will start it off, I guess. Thank you. Um, this week's Sinbin will be going to um, my least favorite center in the world right now uh, by the name of Ryan Strom, hmm. um, who, whose inability to hit a wide open net is really putting me through a lot like there's so many times where he gets a perfect dish he plays with Panarin for Christ's sake and he's got a little tap in for an easy goal and he puts it wide puts it high you know somehow puts it back to the goaltender's chest um it's just really pissing me off at this point you know leaving a lot of goals up there on the board and then you know letting Laurel arm up or so far arm off that's been that's been uh fucking up the Rangers yeah who yeah. has yeah? Who has two shutouts a season against the Rangers already? So uh, that's doing great. And I blame Ryan Strom for most of the problems I have in my life right now at this point. Actually, uh, one I'm of my buddies sick of him. that um, Varlamov is the first goalie to ever shut out the Rangers in two seasons. I think. Don't that's not confirmed. Or twice in one season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what I said? I'm not sure what I you said. said. Only one to shut him out in two seasons. I'm like, that's definitely false because oh, no. I know, I know, like Hopi or someone <laughs> shut us out a few times. No, no, it, it, twice in one season is what I meant to say. That's not confirmed. That's just what he said. But I believe everything that anyone says. We need, some, <laughs> we need a guy on stats to get on that real quick. Yeah, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so my sin bin is uh, two minutes. For letting me down, Wayne Simmons. Why'd you have to get hurt? I was Not having the, so much fun watching you play. <laughs> the Wayne train found a such a great home in Toronto. He's been awesome for too. him. Isn't he That's from right. Toronto? Yeah, I think so. I was, he's playing well. He's he's, he's fighting the, everyone. He's the energy on that team. He's a spark yeah. plug, and also he's got a fourth line who can get out there and score a couple goals for you too. Yeah, he. He's like what that team has needed all these years to mm-hmm. probably win a playoff series. Yeah, and, I'm not uh, But, you know, he's out, for, he's out for six weeks from doing what he does. He was blocking a shot and he ended up breaking his wrist. And now he's out for six weeks. And now I'm just really upset because I love watching him play. He's like, he's like one of the few remaining hockey guys that just, you know, you know what I mean? Just like yeah, I feel doesn't care about eating shots, losing teeth, breaking bones. He probably, if they cleared him to play with a broken wrist, he'd probably be out there right now. So 
Yeah, I could see that six weeks turn into more like three or four, but you know he'll be back soon before you know it, and that Toronto team will continue to roll. That that is a hell of a team right now. Mm-hmm. They're just on and all cylinders, though. I think they play Montreal coming up soon, which is going to be a hell of a matchup. Speaking um, of that, actually, it's two alphas. In, they play them in twenty-four minutes. Today's Wednesday. They play them. That's right. Yeah, I was thinking tonight. Yeah. So I'll my probably ra- tune my, into that. My Rangers are dropping the puck as we speak right now. Um, all right. So I think we've got some we got some picks for for Thursday. Yeah. Why don't you uh, review your picks from last week? Yeah, I went a nice two and zero last week with the Flames and Bruins money lines. No, no big deal. We're eight three one of the year on picks that I put on this here podcast. Now we're doing pretty good. Uh, we're going to start tomorrow. A uh, nice game between the Carolina Hurricanes visiting the Dallas Stars. Nice. I'm going to take the uh, the Hurricanes at minus 120 on the road like them. Uh, Mrazic's playing great, playing great in net right now. Really like what they're doing. And um, the Alex preseason um, worst team in NHL, uh, Chicago Blackhawks at minus 115. <laughs> I'm going to take them against Columbus. Um, Chicago's. They're not bad at all, actually. They got yeah, a few, they have the the rookie that's leading the couple, rookie class. They got a couple rookies. They got one a couple rookies that are, has has five goals, which is the most out of any rookie so far. Yeah, it's um, what's his name? It's Pius Suter, I think it's yeah, Pius, yeah. That's how you say it. Pius. Yeah, sounds yeah, that looks right. Pius. Pius. Yeah. Yeah. Is he Piss Suter? Piss Suter. Yeah, I'm assuming so. But yeah, he's got he's got eight points total, which is uh second for amongst rookies, and he's leading the goals with five. Um, Alex DeBrincat is you know starting to become like a, a little bit of a star in this league. Now, Patty Kane, still Patty Kane, you know yeah, Columbus. His hair is looking great. Little 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 off ice on ice uh, distractions for Columbus. Let's take Chicago tomorrow okay. at home. And then tomorrow in a game, I'm actually very excited to watch the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning host a surprising um, Florida Panthers, who have been on a roll this season. Actually, um, they're they've been winning games right there with uh, Tampa. You know, they, they had a little bit of a shutdown early on, but they've gotten rolling. And I'm going to take them tomorrow at plus 145 at home against Tampa to end that six game win streak. Yeah, you can never count out uh, Joel Quenville. So. They got Love a couple. They got a. They got a goal. They got a hot goaltender whose name is not Sergey Bobrovsky. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that they got a nice ten million dollars is burning a hole in the bench right now. But they like got. The they narrow. got so much. <laughs> Sorry. No comment. Okay. Hey, f- fifteen points in ten games. That's he's not burning money right there. That's called production. No, it's just he's kind of. They need to. Away. They need to. They need to pair him up with Zabanajad, who uh, who has been a little bit of who's been struggling a little bit this year. Yeah, Zabanajad will miss wide open next, like Ryan Strom. I hope the Rangers figure it out because oh, they will. They, they could be a very fun team to watch. They're gonna they're... win. T- they're gonna win tonight against uh, Boston. Okay. Um. So last week I went two and one again. That might be the third week in a row I went two and one. You go two and one every day. That's money. Yeah. I mean, you can't complain with that. I had the Rangers who beat the Penguins. I said they were gonna finally beat them. They did. I had Canucks money line. Said they were going to extend their win streak to five. They and lose by like six. They lost six two to the Canadians. <laughs> it's the Canadians. I mean, what there can they really do about that? And then lastly, I had the Lightning over. Might have been Boston. 
So no, ba- no Boston played. Uh, I had Boston who played uh, Washington. Uh, well, I don't know them. You anyway. have, yeah, you had the Lightning over the Preds. The Preds, the Preds. Yes, yes, yes. I digress. So this week, my picks, my official picks. So number one, this is actually my dad's pick. Uh, <laughs> I asked him to, to pick any any games tomorrow. He picked the Pittsburgh Penguins because of his hate of the Islanders. I'm, I'm with that. I'll join him on that. Just a, a quick little story. <laughs> um, you know, growing up, he was always a Flyers fan. Uh, and his buddy is a diehard Islanders fan. And they... It was after the Islanders won their third cup in a row, I think. Oh, not not the fourth? No, 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 no. This was the year of the fourth. And okay. before the season started, they made a little bet. It was $25 if the Islanders won the Stanley Cup for the fourth time in a row. My dad's friend got 25 bucks, And if any other team in the whole league won, my dad won 25 bucks. And I think we all know how that ended. <laughs> And that's why he doesn't like to gamble too much. <laughs> so, it's fair. Pittsburgh Penguins minus 104. Probably a pick them on most sites. Oh, wow. Next, Winnipeg Jets are home against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, gotta take them. We're taking the Winnipeg Jets. Puck line. Puck line, there we go. Yeah, Dubois with three points. One goal, two assists. Yeah, Kyle Connors going to have a hat trick. Love it. So I don't know how you would take that prop if you would take his over in points or something. But he's going to have three total points, and you could lock me in for that. And then lastly, a note there. this one's a, a bit of um, – I always like to have you know a very big underdog, one you would not normally see coming, and – you know, I apologize for the other day. Me and Sam tweeted out a Cali Boys parlay that went over two, but I'm going to double down. I'm going to go with the Cali Boys parlay. Wow, money line against the Sharks. Um, Anaheim Ducks money line against the Vegas Golden Knights. So that would be if I just do it real quick. Plus five hundred on DraftKings if you parlay both of their money lines. Love so, yeah. it, Cali boys. Uh, got to get rocking at some point, right? I have faith. It's gonna hit. You gotta oh yeah, to win it, baby. Oh, we're feeling we're feeling good this week. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. Uh, let's see. Do you have any more notes? Um, that's all I got. You know, um, we're. I'm gonna. Hey, Al, actually, no. Let me ask something, Alec. Um. I'm going to set an, an over-under total for a couple um, guys and their, um, you know, their current production this year and how, how, long, how high they're going to go. Um, so they, for the remainder of the year or including what, what, they've what, they'll, what they'll finish with? Okay. Do you All have right. what they're at right now? Yes, McDave, Connor McDavid, over-under 82 points. He's at 27 right now <laughs> through 15 through games. What, through, like, 15, through 15 games. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hopeful guy. I hope he I hope he beats that. I'm going to say 100 points in the 50. Actually, he'll hit 100 points if the Oilers make it to the second round of the playoffs. Well, well we're just talking regular season here. We're talking 56 games. Uh, 
I think you can get a hundred. I. <laughs> that's I, that's two points a game. Yeah, but that's what's what he's just about he's doing right now. Average. He's, yeah. he's a, it's a little under right now. He's on track for um about a hundred and six. I think he finishes <laughs> with like eighty seven, like just okay. shy of ninety. And uh, we'll do next one. Austin Matthews over under forty goals. What is he at right now? He's at eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no. I'm gonna say Cause... yes again. I think he's going over forty goals. How how many games do does Ovi typically do it in? I think he usually. Well, Zabanejad needed about uh, fifty six for forty four last year. Okay. Well, hmm. He's at 11 goals through 13 games. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to stick to my guns here and say that he'll miss it by like two goals. All right. But obviously he'll get it in the playoffs. Well, I believe that's going to be it then. Um, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with more, uh, hopefully with some headlines. Maybe hoping for a fun week of hockey, you know, more picks and all that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. we'll make get, sure we'll to get fu- it out earlier too. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah we'll get it out in normal time hopefully. Back on track. And um, you know, make sure to follow us on all platforms: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Caps on Sports. Make sure to visit our website: www.capsonsports.com. Got some fun articles from the whole crew, daily picks, all that. And uh, as always, thank you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Peace.